Yes. Um, at, at the start of the podcast, when you were um, doing the preamble, I couldn't help but, but notice that you mentioned that you started this podcast at a low point in the Cambridge ex experience. I, I had a... I think I had the low points of my life um, during my my time at Cambridge. Um, it was um, the ending of a romantic relationship. And as a result of that, as my, as my closer friends would know, um, I, I, I had to take a term off. And that would be the land term of 2022 when I was back in Singapore for five months. And, um, and then I think immediately after the relationship ended, I was in such um, pain and, and I had such, I was so heartbroken that I did that, uh, I, I, I went to do counselling, which is something that I, before that I never thought I would do. Because in general, I, I, I've always considered myself to be quite stable and cheerful. Mm -hmm. and, and so I never thought that one day I would be very much need um, to be listened to for a really extended period of time. And I also felt really bad um, troubling my friends. Um, and then during that period, which would be the end of 2021, right after um, the end of Michaelmas 2021, um, I really felt the, um, you know, it's really in tough times when true friendship emerges and, and blooms in a way that, that one doesn't quite expect and so during that difficult time some of my my friends just were so generous with the time that they spent um, to comfort me um, I would never forget that I think um, I would say for the first time in my life I have I felt the healing power of friendship when at at that one time in my life when I needed that so much. And then um, counselling was the most educational journey that I've ever been on. <laughs> I think I learned more from it in a personal capacity. Um, and I grew more as a person doing counselling than I, than I did from my undergrad and master's and PhD <laughs> courses. Um, because during counselling, at least in my experience, the counsellor would always ask me to explain why was it that I thought or felt a certain way. Um, so it's almost like in this, it's almost like I was the super student <laughs> having to, it's my turn to, to um, have to explain all of these. And, and, and so I did counselling for, I received counselling for one and a half years in both Singapore and here in Cambridge. And then during this journey, I was encouraged, very gently of course, to um, take a look at um, 
my at at the way I, the way I loved, the way I was attached to another person. What is often what is commonly understood attachment as style. attachment style, which was something that I've never considered up to that point. <laughs> that I never really had an understanding of this theory. Um, I took a really hard look at that, and then. Um, I think one thing that I learned from doing, from re- going for counseling for one and a half years, is that I've I've acquired this ability to simply a- admit that that I really could have done something much better, and um, I am just another deeply flawed individual, and I mess up all the time, and. I have. Whereas before that, I found it very. I was not accustomed to admitting that it was my my mistake. I I, I preferred to deflect. I preferred to blame, you know, external circumstances or other people. So, so I think the ending of that romantic relationship and the subsequent counselling was the most humbling and educational. Um, Experience that I've had, and and then um, before Lent term, at which which was at the start of twenty twenty two, I announced to the people that I knew in Cambridge that I'm leaving for good. That I really I literally told them that I would never be back, because, and my friends believed me <laughs> because that what I told them at the time was that being here in this city and in this country was too painful for me because of the memories that I had at the place. Um, visiting certain places would always evoke memories of the relationship that I had. And I found it impossible to continue staying in this country and in this city. So that was the state I was in, in January 2022. Then I went back to Singapore, spent five months home. Um, and that in this period of five months, I picked up the pieces of my life and it felt to me like I had to start afresh. Um, having neglected my PhD th- throughout that entire period, um, so I went through this process of healing. And then in, in five months, in May of 2022, um, I had a complete um, U-turn in my thinking. From believing that it was too painful to stay in this country and in this city, I, I, now, had, I now had the new view that being being here to 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 do my PhD here to to live here is a matter of great privilege, and I really should be treasuring like every day of of being in in Cambridge. And so I I came back um, in Easter of twenty twenty two, and many of my friends were surprised to see my return, having heard my promise to never come back. <laughs> Um, and I had the most amazing term um, of my Cambridge experience. 
in Easter last year because that was when I started to, um, you know, emerge from the depths of my sadness and socialize as much as I could. And I and really enjoyed Cambridge so much that I, I stayed in Cambridge over the summer of last year um, and have been in Cambridge ever since. I mean, I'm... Um, now that I'm done, I'm continuing to stay in Cambridge um, over the coming summer because it's my last few months in Cambridge and I want to treasure all of it. Um, wow. Thank you so much for um, your honesty and your courage. And It's never easy to be vulnerable. And I know we all know deep down that we are flawed human beings, but to say it out loud, I think, is always um, very humbling and... Uh, yeah, I just find it very, um, I resonate a lot. You know, I also make a lot of mistakes. Obviously, everyone's circumstance is different, but I think we are always better than our worst decisions. But unfortunately, we do sometimes make um, really bad decisions in the heat of the moment. And part of, I guess, being an adult and a man is that we take responsibility for that. So it's really cool to to hear you um change your mind on things you know the promise I, I can imagine at that point when you promised your friends that you really meant it it wasn't just a hey beg me to stay <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny <laughs> <laughs> and then no one begged you to stay it's like, oh no <laughs> but i think <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> i think just that just the act of um being able to go well hey i made the promise but things have changed and when the facts change, I change my mind and, you know, I, I'm now humbled and I can come back and for you to enjoy the rewards of such a beautiful city and to, I guess, lean on those memories, like not brush them away, but to embrace the memories and the highs and lows to appreciate the full spectrum of the human experience and the conditions that we all face. It's really beautiful to hear also, I guess, about the healing power of friendships and how it's in our toughest times and in times of need that perhaps you um, align more with the Confucius perspective that some people are genuinely benevolent and kind and want to help you and it's not just profit-driven. I guess, like, what about, you know, did you find, and I'm just hypothesising, did you find it was actually the 